Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Uh, in partnership with the Farang Foundation, the UCLA Film and Television Archives has launched the celebration of Iranian cinema back in 1990. It was the first showcase for new Iranian films in the U.S. and has been a platform for exciting new voices in cinema as well as a dialogue to foster cultural understanding. And in that time, Iranian filmmakers have moved at the forefront in the cinematic world. And this year is no uh, no different, no exception. We have with us today the uh, programmer for this particular uh, event that uh, would be Paul Malcolm. He is a, a film programmer at the UCLA Film and Television Archive, and he joins us to talk about best in Iranian cinema. Paul Malcolm, welcome to Film School. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for being here. Uh, the uh, tell us a little bit about. Uh, now we alluded to this has been coming. This particular uh, showcase has been around for a while. Tell us a little bit about your sort of background and your information you can lend to, to our audience as far as this particular event is concerned. Well, like you said, the series has been going on for over 30 years. I think it started in 1990, and it was the first um, sort of uh, focus on Iranian cinema in the United States, uh, as far as I know. Um, and that was that was you know just when. Uh, festivals or, and audiences in Europe, uh, France in particular, were discovering filmmakers like uh, Abbas Kiarostami and Moshin Makhmobaf, um, the people that we sort of identify with um, the sort of um, globalization or the global interest in contemporary Iranian cinema. There was, of course, a new wave of Iranian films uh, that sort of began in the 70s. Uh, uh, we're actually highlighting a, a, film, a filmmaker, uh, Bahram Bezai. Um, we're showing one of his films from the mid-'80s, Bashu, The Little Stranger, which is a classic, I mean, just a, an amazing sort of international masterpiece. But so Bezai sort of represents an even earlier wave of Iranian cinema. But anyway, so the, the UCLA started highlighting Iranian films like around 1990, um, and we've been doing it um, almost continuously since then. So I started at the archive in 2007, and over the last 10 years, I've had, I've, I've had the opportunity to program this series about four or five times. So I think this might be the fifth time I've put this series together, and... Um, um, it's just always a real, um, I mean, it's just always a real adventure and a real um, privilege, I think, to be able to present these films to Los Angeles audiences. There's just always something to uh, discover every year. There's always new filmmakers uh, or, um, you know, um, masters who are continuing to work. Um, so it's just a really, it's a, it's, it's a really, um, I wouldn't say fun because the films, I mean, well, it's always fun. Watching movies is what I do. But uh, <laughs> it's a challenging series because so many of the films are um, tackling some really um, challenging and, and, and difficult issues and um, subjects like um, corruption, um, the place and role of women in Iranian society, um, a lot of class. There's a lot of uh, um, class tensions and um, economic anxiety um, that sort of permeate all of these films. Um, so the films can be, are, the films are all, uh, I think, challenging, but also very rewarding in that sense as well. Yeah, um, there are uh, just to kind of give a, a bit of a, a little bit of an overview on some of the other films that are they're going to be showcased in this. Um, we've got one called Simulation, Boarding Pass, mm -hmm. The Home, 
and uh, No Date, No Signature. This is Navid Mohamzadeh's uh, film. Um, tell us a little bit about the No Date, No Signature. Uh, yeah, sure. No Date, No Signature. It's directed by Vahid Jalalivand, and it does star uh, Navid uh, Zadeh, who is uh, one of, I think, the most exciting Iranian actors working right now. He is kind of, we've shown a number of his films over the last several editions at the archive, and he's kind of assumed the role of the angry young man um, in Iranian cinema. He always seems to be, um, I mean, basically a figure struggling against all levels of like social and um, cultural pressures um, and and humiliations and challenges and struggles. So, No Date No Signature is a film that really sort of um, tackles this the um, this class dynamic or this um, this very um, uh, the, the you know the, the kinds of inequality that it may exist in Iranian society with some really fantastic performances by Navid but also by um, uh, Amir Agahi uh, who plays a forensic doctor in the film who is the well-to-do figure and the film opens with him having a traffic accident with Navid uh, who is drive who is the father of a of a, of a family. He's got two kids and his wife, and they're all driving like a, a small moped at late at night on the road, and the forensic doctor is driving, I think, like a Mercedes, and they have a, they have a traffic accident. But what happens, the results of this accident, um, it's, it seems at first like it's just a one-off incident. They have this encounter. Everybody seems okay. But then eventually over the next, you know, as the film unfolds, more and more complications emerge from this accident. More and more moral and um, ethical choices have to be made by both of the characters ethical and moral choices that they made previously come to come to light and we start lo- and basically these two main characters the father and the forensic uh, doctor end up really questioning who they are what they're doing what their values are in this i mean in this really dramatic almost very sus- i mean it's a very it's a suspense film as well um this dramatic story arc where you see basically the consequences of these decisions for various levels of people in iranian society are are, are very different um depending on you know their income or their their cultural position or their gender so it's a very suspenseful film it's it you know it's a kind of a, a, on your edge of your seat thriller but the thing that's so amazing about it and so many of those other films is it's really dealing with um like some very uh intense and um complicated social and cultural issues as well so um the reason why it's the opening night film is because it is quite you know, uh, while it's tackling all these big issues, it really, really is quite um, um, gripping in a very entertaining way as well. So, but um, you okay. know, so Navid Mohammadzad's performance uh, it actually won. Um, he won the best actor in um, at the Venice um, at the Venice Film Festival in the Horizon section, and uh, Vahid Jalalabad actually won best director in that section as well at Venice um, last year. So we're really excited to be opening the series with this film. This is the Los Angeles premiere as well. This sounds fantastic. It really sounds like a yeah, great film. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. Yeah, th- I love those kind of films where these these small events spiral and and people struggle to to come to grips with it, and that sounds very compelling, actually. Yeah, and it's a kind of oh, I'm sorry, it's a, like it's the kind of storyline that I think we've seen in Ascar Farhadi's like a separation and the salesman, and he is sort of really the sort of master of this 
this um, the small incident that explodes into something much bigger. Um, and I think uh, Vahid Jalalavand is is putting his own spin on that that kind of uh, I guess I don't know if we could call it a genre, but that kind of story. It's so it's it's yeah it's really it's really quite gripping. But if we're comparing it, it it sounds like the the film the Kristen um, Mung. A film, a graduation from from a little year or so ago, where things uh, with yeah, things spiral. I, I don't know if you saw that mm-hmm. film, but it was just a terrific. I haven't yet. Uh, it's a wonderful film, and and where things just spiral completely out of control, and yeah, questions of morality and and uh, yeah, all kinds of things. Family come into play, and and it sounds like that's very much what this is about as well. So, uh, yeah. Now, now there are a number of films. Again, I want to let our our listeners know that the films screen, it looks like they're screening on um, Saturdays and Sundays. Basically, the series is going to be playing, films will be running um, Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays starting tomorrow okay. through May 19th. So it's basically every weekend for the next, um, what is it, four weekends, right. we'll be running films for this series. And we have a number of uh, guests, filmmakers coming into town. Um, I, we're very excited. I don't want to jump ahead, but we're super excited that um, the director of um, Boarding Pass, uh, Mehdi Ramani, happens to be in San Francisco, and so we're bringing him down to um, uh, do a Q&A after Boarding Pass on May 5th. We have the um, Los Angeles premiere of Abbas Kiarostami's final film, 24 Frames, which was completed after his death by his son, Ahmad Kiarostami, and we're very excited that Ahmad Kiarostami will be coming down on May 13th to talk about his father's legacy and um, his final film uh, that Sunday. And then, like I mentioned, Bahram Bezai, who is basically a legend of Iranian cinema and theater, will be at the theater on May 19th for Bashu, The Little Stranger, which is uh, one of the mass- one of the I mean, just one of the great works of world cinema. Um, and he's actually a professor at Stanford right now. So we're very lucky and happy to have him coming down on May 19th to talk about that film. So, so yeah, every, every weekend we have something different. And every weekend over the next three weekends or four weekends, we're going to be having different guests at the, at the screenings as well. It looks fantastic. Is yeah. there, is there, now, if people want to find out more, uh, the website I'm at right now is uh, cinemaucla.edu. Is that, is that where you would suggest people go to find out more about the festival and the screenings. Does that sound right? Yeah, cinema.ucla.edu, and you can get information about the films and the schedule, and you can buy tickets there as well. Our box office opens an hour before each show, so like at 6.30. So you'll, you'll have to be there like right at 6.30 if you want to get a ticket for tomorrow night's show. That's, we've already, it's already pretty much a packed house, so... I'm just curious. And but everything else, you can, tickets are available for everything else. In the fantastic, series. yeah. And it really does look like yeah. a great run lineup. And I, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, obviously, there's a number of very well-established uh, Iranian film uh, directors, artists, actors that have been doing so for many, many years. But it, are you seeing in your travels, are you seeing filmmakers who are from Iran? Are we seeing more politically challenging films? Is there a way to characterize sort of in a broad sense of the development of Iranian filmmakers coming from Iran or in general maybe as a, as a sort of a diaspora of filmmaking? Is there a, a, some some comment you could sort of way at framing what's going on within that community? Well, you know, every film that we're showing this year is actually from an Iranian filmmaker that was shot in Iran. Okay. So okay. Um, we, we, we all sometimes focus on diasporic filmmakers who are basically Iranian film, Iranians uh, who are working outside of Iran for various reasons. But this year we just happened to program all the films were shot in Iran, uh, except 24 Frames. 
the uh, Abbas Kiarostami film. But, uh, but you know, I would say in general, if I had to sort of the broad trajectory of Iranian cinema since the 90s, you know, I would I would say that the films, the, the filmmakers in general have moved or I think the industry in general seems to have moved, or at least the, the films from Iran that, that we see on the festival circuit and outside of the country that find distribution outside of the country have moved from, you know, Abbas Kiarostami is, is, a, is a giant of Iranian cinema. Uh, Jafar Panahi is obviously a, a very important and major filmmaker. Um, and they began, Moser Makhmobaf as well, but, you know, they, Kiarostami, you know, as a, let's say as, a, as an indicator, um, is often discussed as having, you know, making apolitical films. I think, you know, um, that is a, something to be debated. Uh, the documentary films that he did in the 70s um, before we started making fiction feature films or obviously have a, a lot of social, deal with a lot of social and cultural issues um, at the time. And he's had films that, that weren't allowed to be released in Iran. But generally you see a kind of trajectory from uh, filmmakers working in metaphor and allegory to address these issues to what I've seen over the last several years, I mean, since I've been working on this program, um, filmmakers um, working, I mean, very directly dealing with um, the social, political, and economic challenges that um, everyday Iranians face. And so I'm not sure, sh- you know, I wouldn't be able to speak to the political context within the country that has allowed these filmmakers to make these kinds of films, but I feel like they are, there is even if the films aren't being distributed in Iran themselves, the filmmakers are being allowed to make these films that, from my perspective at least, do seem to be really tackling some of these issues like head-on. Um, yeah. Boarding Pass, for instance, is, uh, you know, we're having uh, the director coming down to talk about Boarding Pass is this intense thriller. Um, I mean, it's just like, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's basically kind of shot in real time as a young single mother who is desperate for cash decides that she is going to become a a drug mule. So she swallows a bunch of heroin and heads to the airport and suddenly another fellow mule who recognizes her, who is a veteran, has been doing this for a while, this is her first run, realizes that she's in trouble because one of the heroin sacks that she has swallowed is obviously broken and oh. she's now showing the signs of, yeah. of heroin overdose. And the, the rest of the film is sort of a real-time, minute-by-minute race against the clock to get her help. And it's a tour through, you know, this kind of underground criminal economy in Iran. Yeah. And, you know, it's this incredible thrill but it has this it really does give us a portrait of the the um, you know um, a, the, the challenges of this woman uh, at being a single mother the economic you know uh, struggle that she has but also the sort of underground economy that they are moving through to try and rescue her life and so you know that was it's shot in Iran and I don't know if it's going to get released in Iran but um, you know I think that's a film that really does present like some everyday I mean everyday the, 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 the a real contemporary problem Problem facing Iranian society, which is drug addiction and, and, and that kind of thing. And, um, you know, that's a film that I, it's the kind of film I don't think we were seeing 10 to 15 years ago yeah. Um, yeah. that you're seeing a lot more of now. Yeah, and, and I'm just curious, that's great to, to hear that your what your impressions are because um I, I i see all around the world and i, I spoke we spoke off uh off mic a little bit about um from the arab world i i'm seeing more and more challenging films more films that feel uh like a, a very 
um, real reflection of the, the, the issues that these societies are facing uh, in, mm-hmm. in light of the political environment that they're in and all and, and plus very good films. And let's not forget that part of it. They're really well-made, well-told stories. And it's uh, it's wonderful because here in the United States, obviously, we are sort of facing this kind of uh, the perception of Iran and the place and the, the politics and the the struggle to to uh, to you know deal with all of the things that are going on that are non cinematic and and it's I, I sort of make an observation. My impression of Iran is a is a place where the the society that is more Western. Than the leadership of the of the of the nation, or more open to a Western um, dialogue than than the than the leadership may be, and there are a lot of reasons for that. No no point in going into that, but it does feel like there it's a it's a culture, it's a people that are welcome welcoming um, of of a a dialogue and an interaction with Western um, um, societies. So. I think that seems like an accurate assessment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, That's my understanding. Not having ever been to Iran, yeah. the, the the middle class and the upper class um, seemed. Uh, I mean, they have a much greater connection or um, awareness of Western culture and Western ideas um, than the leadership does. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Thank you uh, again. We're talking about the. Best in Iranian Cinema. It's a uh, put together by UCLA Film and Television Archives and the Farhang uh, Foundation. Which basically provides us with the, the funding support to make the entire series possible. So we're incredibly grateful to Farhang for all the support that they give us every year. And the, the, the films themselves are be, will be screening at the UCLA Billy Wilder Theater, which is right there on Wilshire, 10899 uh, Wilshire Boulevard. Tickets uh, for regular screenings are $10. It's very affordable. Uh, and you're again, you're going to see quality filmmaking, quality films, and you're going to get an opportunity to interact with the people who have been making these films. And there's no better experience going to a uh, to a theater than to be able to talk to the uh, the artists and the and the actors who who are part of that process. It's a it's a remarkable experience and one you should jump on if you have the opportunity. Thank you, Paul. I completely agree. Yes, thank you. Yeah, Paul Malcolm, uh, film programmer for the UCLA Film and Television Archive and involved obviously for how many years now have you been involved with this particular project? Uh, well I've been at the UCLA Archive for 2000 since 2007 and I've been I've been done about four or five editions of the Iranian program. I can't actually remember how many. But yeah, I've I've been working on this program for the last I think about the last four or five years I've been I've been doing this every year, yeah. And has been in the past an assistant film editor and film critic for the LA Weekly and uh, and a former uh, resident of our lovely Orange County community, and I uh, really appreciate you taking some time here to, to spend with us here on Film School. Thank you. Yeah, no problem at all. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. 